Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Today we have an entitled parent story of a mother signing a contract and then expecting their unknowing child to pay. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, my deadbeat dad wants to collab on a track. My bio dad has never been in the picture. My mom got pregnant in high school and he didn't want to be a father, so he dipped. He was more interested in drugs and girls and his idea of a rock star lifestyle. Fair enough. I briefly reconnected with my biological dad when I was in high school and all he did was cry to me about his problems with money and women. He wanted me, a child of 15, to be his emotional support and that felt really gross. So I finally cut him off with a letter explaining in no uncertain terms that I do not ever want to have a relationship with him. I wished him well and asked him not to contact me ever again. Flash forward, I'm in my early 30s now and have a fairly successful music career. Today, my label that I own gets an email from him offering to feature my band on an album he's allegedly making with a member of a well-known 2000s rock band. His band is unknown and I'd be shocked if this so-called collaboration is even real. Even so, does he think name-dropping a famous band would do anything to move the needle on how I feel about him? The email contained no apologies or efforts to mend fences. It didn't acknowledge anything from the past at all. It read as a pretty straightforward business email requesting a feature on his album. I'm at a total loss. What an absolute piece of crap. Couldn't be bothered to stick around and provide for me as a child or even build a decent relationship with me as a teenager. But he has the audacity to try to profit off of my self-made success decades later? He's cracked. A selfish narcissist who sees me as a tool he might use to further his rock star delusions. I'm not responding but just needed a good vent. The entitlement. It's unbelievable. This is pretty downright laughable. All those years, never made much of an effort, never tried, but reaches out in a professional way which is just kind of gross and like offering you to lay down a feature on their track. It's just really weird and really out of touch. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy crazy entitled parent stories, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I wrong? So I've been pretty sick with a sinus infection for over a week now, and today my mom was supposed to get me, 15-year-old female, some medicine today. Well, when she came into the living room, she saw that my dog had used the bathroom beside her puppy pads and started hurting her with a shoe. This is a common thing that I've been trying to get her to stop, but she won't. My dog jumps onto me while I'm on the couch, and my mother ends up hitting me, so in response, I smacked her arm. She started screaming and cussing me, telling me how disrespectful I am and how I can't hit her because she's my mom. She's now refusing to get me any medication and told me good luck getting over it. Am I wrong for hitting her back? Well, first of all, she's clearly wrong for what she's doing here. Listen, I'm not going to blame OP. I'm not going to be here to scold OP. Even if not for protecting yourself, just for protecting the dog that doesn't deserve to get that treatment. This next story is, grandmother demands refund on month-old products. 
So backstory, I, 14-year-old male, work retail, so it was a busy day Christmas Eve, so we were swamped. This grandma who I'll call entitled grandma comes in with her grandson with groceries according to her she bought four months ago with a receipt, demanding a refund as she didn't use them. Lots of these items were perishable as well. So we call our supervisor over who we'll call nice supervisor who asks if she has a receipt and when she bought them. Her response was, no I don't have a receipt, it was four months ago. Our purchase logs only go back three months or so I think. So her grandson at the same time asks for a chocolate we have and her response screaming is, no grandma doesn't buy you things, ask your mom. Our supervisor tries to explain how we can't give her a refund for products that old and for reference, the price could have ranged for a single product from 20 to $50 in that time period. Then she gets mad at us, you sold me bad products, I demand to speak to your manager. Our supervisor explained that the manager isn't here today and that she is the person in charge today. And her response is, can you just hurry the freak up? My grandson needs to pee. She also paid in cash, so we can't even get proof of a charge here in her bank app. So eventually we just give her like $20 back, say that's all we can do. She demands for more and ends up with $50 back before calling our supervisor a slur and storming off. So, I mean, I get like you gave her some money just to get her to go away or whatnot, but I think almost everybody that hears and reads this story is going to say, you should never have gave them anything. Not even a penny. You should have just called the cops. Our next story is, my dad yells at 11-year me over a trading card game card. I was the unwanted scapegoat of the family, and my older brother was the golden. He always got what he wanted, and he was an entitled brat. Years ago, when I was 11 and my brother was 13, Marvel had come out with TCG cards called Genio. I was made to give my brother all the hero cards, I only got to keep animal cards and the Black Panther card, as my brother didn't know the character. Well, one day, as we both got a pack of Genio cards, I got the card of my favorite hero, Wolverine. I was so happy, till my brother started to cry, I want it. I told him, no, you already have all of the other heroes. I wanted to keep this. Well, like any entitled brat, went crying to my dad. My dad calls for me. I come and he tells me he wants to trade his McDonald's fries for my card. Even as a child, I knew this was a stupid trade. I said, no, thank you. And my dad starts yelling how I'm a selfish brat and that he was never going to buy me anything ever again and told me to go to my room and stay there. My mom told him in so many words that was BS, and a bit later my mom tells me I could come out, but no apology or anything. I made sure that my brother never got that card. I'd kept it in a hiding place in my room. It's actually downright depressing to see such blatant favoritism take place here. I mean, to the point where they're willing to just blow up at one of their kids because the other didn't get given everything. I'm kind of glad OP hid that card. I hope OP kept mentioning it or referencing it. You know, just to refresh how much it hurts that the other kid didn't get that Wolverine card. Like it's the end of the world. At 13 years old, that's the only thing that matters in life is that Wolverine card. This next story is, at what point do you cut the entitled parent from your life? My parents are divorced and my dad's a deadbeat. He's on his third marriage and... Want to know what it takes to make a million bucks? Check out My First Million. Every week, we dive into different business opportunities and explain how to pounce on them. From one-man online operations to brick-and-mortar strategies, we cover it all. So whether it's your first million followers or dollars, start getting inspired with My First Million wherever you get your podcasts. 
Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Works a minimum wage job? I'll admit my life hasn't always been great. I've finally been diagnosed with ADHD, started taking meds, and things have been amazing since. I've even started my own business. Here's the hard part. He's yet to say one positive thing to me. It's always, you need to clean up that mess. Your entire place doesn't look like that, does it? Or, are you getting out? You need to exercise. Edit, I vendor at markets by myself and have my products in a few stores. So between mailing orders, making product, restocking the local shops, and the setup and teardown of day stalls by myself, I'm exhausted. Yes, I've tried explaining what I do, but he just doesn't get it. Mom is super supportive. She loves that I'm happy, even though I confused her when trying to explain barcodes and cross-platform shop syncing. Hey, if OP's in a good spot and they're doing something that works for them and they're moving up, that's great. I mean, if somebody's trying to tear you down and tear down your business at that point, it's not just entitled, it's toxic. And yeah, I wouldn't blame you for cutting off anybody that's doing that to you. Our next story is maybe not entitled. Can someone help figure out my parents for me? So I feel my parents have always meant well for me, but have never understood how to actually mean well. Let me preface in that this may be an r slash lost redditors post because maybe they're not really entitled. For middle school slash high school, they refused to let me go to the high ranked public schools 10 minutes from our home. They always talked about how terrible their high school experience was and so they sent me to a college preparatory school, an hour away one way. I thought the school was normal, but as a teacher now, looking back, I don't actually think it was a college preparatory school, although it was called that in its name. My school had no extracurriculars, no electives, barely any AP classes, really poor math classes, taught by a coach who just read from a book. Now, I guess it's on me for maybe not pushing harder, and I did get into the local college, But for the amount my parents were paying for a prep school, I don't really think it was worth it. And there was a constant power struggle with my parents and I, because they refused to make extra drives for me to see friends. So I was always really distant from them. Anyways, the latest frustration is, during my undergrad, I always wanted to study abroad. But there was always a, no, that will just derail your major, which that was true. Now I'm pursuing a postgraduate degree in the UK for next fall, and all I hear from my parents are how it's a terrible idea. It'll derail my career. I'm working 70 hours many weeks to have money to afford it all, but even then my parents are like, why are you working so much? And to top it off, growing up, all my parents would talk about was how much they had fun when they lived abroad. Anyways, long rant short, but it's just one of the things where growing up I thought my parents always had my best interests in mind, but I don't really think that they did. I think the fundamental problem here is time and time again they don't seem to actually be concerned with what OP wants. What's going to make OP happy in this life? They don't seem to care, they have their own idea of what should happen. It just isn't even a thing that registers to them. Our next story is, I'll give you your own room, but there must be a CCTV camera inside. Hi, I'm a 17 year old senior high student. 
I grew up basically sleeping next to my guardians and now my mom, broken family. I never really begged for my own room, but showed interest of the idea to my family, all of which are females, lesbians, etc. And now my mom decides to move out of our current place. Everything we need is inside one room, basically. She hesitantly told me about having my own room, and I said of course I'd love to, but there must be a CCTV inside the room. I told her that's illegal and all that, hackers, etc., and I'd feel uncomfortable, especially how I'm turning 18 this year. She said that she would keep the camera pointed at the corner of the room where the door and the computer is, because she wants to make sure I don't sleep late, but the bed and closet away from the view. I couldn't really say no now since she insists on it, called me a rude child, but I do think it's also because she wants privacy with her partner in her own room, as well as having to not worry about going home drunk with a student that needs to wake up early in the morning. Although I do accept my current situation and already have plans to prove that she doesn't need it because I'm capable, etc., I just don't know how to feel about the whole situation especially since I don't have the heart to do the suggested things on the other posts about parents and CCTVs with all the break it, point it somewhere else, remove the plug. Maybe if I can convince myself enough I can, but I just really don't want any unnecessary yelling. I don't know what I should be feeling or need to do really. Should I just go with my plan to suck it up and prove them otherwise? I don't think you need me to say it, but this is obviously beyond invasive. And if there's a chance the camera catches you in, like, any kind of compromising situation, is that not some kind of production of highly illegal material? With parents like these, who say, okay, you can have your own room, but you need a CCTV camera to have it, I don't think there is going to be a point where you can prove that you're capable. They may even sell you on the idea that you might be able to convince them, but you never will, will you really? You're 17 years old, you haven't done it yet. Our next story is, my best friend's entitled stepdad is charging her $750 for not loading the dishwasher. My best friend Ellie, 22-year-old female, moved back in with her mom, 50-year-old female, and stepdad, 55-year-old female, two years ago. She has two brothers, Ben, 18-year-old male, and JJ, 15-year-old male, that also live in that tiny trailer. Just yesterday, Tuesday, January 2nd, Ellie and her stepdad got into an argument over the dishes. She's been working 10-hour night shifts the entire week and was too tired to load the dishwasher. She just started a new job as a supervisor in a grocery store. He lit into her, calling her fat and lazy and other nasty things. Then the following morning, Wednesday the 3rd, she sent me a screenshot of the message she sent her. This is verbatim. Ellie, for this incident to be forgotten, you will owe me personally $350 and we will be adding $400 to your rent this month. We treat you no different from Ben. If you refuse to accept this punishment, then you have a week from this Sunday to move out. Also, in the meantime, you are expected to still help out with what is needed. JJ needs to be picked up at 6.30 tonight. If you refuse to help out, you will be out of this house by Sunday at noon. The ball is in your court. I expect answers by the time I get home tonight. I am beyond furious that this slime ball has the audacity to say that they treat her no differently from her brothers when that is complete bull. Her brother Ben is 18, is working a full-time job, and doesn't have to pay rent or bills or is expected to help out around the house like she is. All this time she's been struggling to save money so she can return to school and study programming, but this bully keeps knocking her down for the littlest transgressions. Her mother does nothing to help her and neither do her brothers. 
she's stuck in a cramped, unwelcome trailer with a monster for a patriarch. Obviously, this is horrendous treatment, but even like the lying to her face, telling her and trying to like force into her mind, we treat you no differently from your brother. When it's so laughably obvious and true that they do, I hope for her sake that she can find a situation where she can move out of there. They deserve to experience life not being under people like that's control. This next story is abusive. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Mother is demanding answers. I grew up with my mother slash father and six other siblings. My mom was a stay-at-home mom and my dad worked a lot. I also grew up in a cult-like religion which was very strict and dictated a lot of how I was raised. I was allowed to go to school until 4th grade. Then I was taken out of homeschool based on Bible literature. I never had a real curriculum and had to convince my mother to let me get my GED at 16 which I'm surprised she even agreed to. My younger siblings have never received any formal education and are unschooled. We were not allowed to be friends or socialize with anyone outside of the religion, and this led to us all being very isolated. My mother was physically and emotionally abusive, and I left the day I turned 18. I have had very little contact with my parents since, and I have diagnosed PTSD and generalized anxiety from how I was raised. I tried to contact CPS on my mother when I was a teenager and they scheduled a time to meet with my mother and she cleaned up really well and made up a lot of lies and even though none of us were in school and stated we were being abused, nothing was done. Fast forward to now, it's been about 5 years of talking to my mother maybe once every couple of months and seeing them maybe once a year. I still try to see my brothers and father because I do love them very much. But being around my mother triggers me greatly, especially because I can tell my siblings are suffering and are so behind, and there's nothing I can do to help them. My mother has mostly left me alone, until recently when she's began texting me every day, demanding to know why I avoid my family and love bombing me. I don't know what to do, as my mother would never admit fault and also is not someone I think is capable of change. I can't just forget about what happened in my childhood, especially because my siblings are still being abused. If I go no contact, I risk not being able to see my father and siblings again, and also risk losing my health insurance. I don't know how to begin talking to her about why I can't be around her and don't think she's actually opening to listening. She would just find a way to make herself the victim. She's definitely escalating and I wouldn't be surprised if she showed up at my house demanding answers. I mostly just don't know what to do from here. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. I would say it doesn't hurt to do CPS once again. I would check for any other reporting, especially because they're unschooled. I feel like there must be something out there that can at least hold them accountable in that regard. Beyond that, I would just say try to maintain your independence as best as you can. 
Our next story is, she's a virgin unlike you. I, female 25, mentioned to my mother that a friend of mine has never been to the gynecologist, and that was her response. She gave me the yeah, sure, sure, when I explained to her that women should get yearly checkups. I was also a virgin when I made my first appointment because my mother didn't believe me when I found a bump in my chest. It was a tumor. Yes, she shamed me numerous times for losing my virginity to the man I've been in a relationship with for five years. I didn't tell her that I lost it, by the way. I mean, it's no surprise to me that she didn't mention that to OP. I mean, to be fair, I feel like a lot of people probably don't just go to their parents and say, hey, lost it today. But especially one that acts like that and is so concerned about it for literally no good reason. I mean, you're not going to open up to somebody like that, right? Our next story is, I kicked my mom out for never helping with the bills. And apparently, she's living in her car now. For reference, I'm a single 28-year-old mother that has a 10-year-old son. My son's dad and I share custody, sometimes 50-50 and sometimes I have the majority, and he helps me most of the time that I travel for work. However, lately my mother has complained about the fact that she has to watch my son sometimes while I go to work. She sends me angry texts saying that she's a free babysitter, free maid, etc. Years ago, I used to pay her for her help, and she's always lived with me for free ever since I started working at 18 when she lost her own steady job. It was the final straw for me hearing that from her recently and I lost my crap. So recently I gave main custody to my son's dad and am now paying him back the child support that he gives me every month. I still see my son on days that I don't work or have a shorter shift. For the past 10 years, my mom has never held a steady job and I had to cover rent, utilities, phone bill, etc. This month, she started a new job. I also offered her a part-time job with my friend's company for $30 an hour. All I asked is that she gives me $400 a month to help with the bills, especially since now I'm no longer receiving child support. She told me that she was just going to live out of her car, and she turned down the part-time. This morning, I told her to leave and took her key. We've tried family therapy, but it's expensive for me to keep up with every session. I'm feeling hurt, but also relief that I don't have to deal with her crap. However, I feel bad that she's in her car in 40-degree weather. It's not the first time that she's done this and I'm really stuck on what to do. Last time that she went to live in her car was during a fight that we had and I begged her not to leave and to come back. She was there for three days until her battery died. This time I let her go since I'm so tired of her crap. The only thing that we fight about literally all the time is finances and how much she hates taking care of my son while I work. I mean, you can feel bad about doing something and still ultimately be doing the right thing. If anything, she might even be willing to play up how bad it is, hoping that you'll give in and come crawling back to her. Our next story is Entitled Mother at the Airport I swear, there is nothing worse than a mother at an airport. Coming back from Cuba, and I noticed this family right away at the Varadero Airport because they were loud, and the mother had a perma-scowl. Probably why she looked like she was in her late 60s rather than mid-40s, which is probably more accurate. Getting on the plane, they were pushing everyone in line as they tried to move forward. Because, you know, the plane with the assigned seating will definitely leave without them if they don't get on first. The mother in question was sitting in the row behind me but across the aisle. At one point, I could feel someone staring at me so I looked back, and she was blatantly staring at me with the most disgusted look on her face. Probably because of my tattoos, honestly. She seemed like the type. Whatever. Then we get off the plane. 
She tried to push past me instead of waiting her turn, but of course, I didn't let her because it's plain etiquette. Then, as we're going through the hall towards customs, she's freaking running down the hall, bench face firmly in place and telling her kids to hurry. Because we're all not going to the same place? Of course, I get through customs before her and I'm the first one at the baggage claim because I did arrive can and I travel frequently. So I'm standing right at the part of the baggage carousel where the bags start to come out and suddenly I'm pushed to the side. It's entitled mother. Of course, I hold my tongue. Bags start coming out and one gets stuck so I go to put it back on the carousel to help out the owner and I hear the loudest, rudest, excuse me behind me and she pushes me aside again to grab her kid's bag. Because the carousel isn't huge, she just had to stand as close to me as possible. That's when I snapped. I just looked at her and said, wow. Then she starts yapping at me like an annoying little dog, saying how she's helping her kids and she was being polite. I just retorted that she clearly hates her life, is obviously the type of person who screams at customer service employees. She keeps going and she's giving me a headache and not worth my time, so I just said, Honey, you need to shut your mouth right now. She did not like that one. She liked it even less when I started laughing at her. I could tell she is definitely a bench and is never called on her behavior. My bag came before the rest of hers, and I left her there, yapping like the annoying creature that she is. The best part is that neither her husband nor her teenage children stood up for her. Her husband looked exhausted by her behavior. Parents, if traveling causes you to be so benchy and annoying, don't do it. Leave the rest of us in peace, please. God, you just walk away from that situation just feeling bad for her entire family. Her whole ancestry must be tired of her. Our next story is, just because I go here doesn't mean you can corner and question me. So I go to college in Boston, and there are constant tours here and lots of people around campus that are not students. People are usually polite and ask where something is, which I'm happy to help them with. However, I'm not your dang tour guide. I would also like to preface this, saying the school I go to isn't a big preppy school. People here are constantly leaving and coming back for co-op and study abroad, etc. It's more independent and just not the kind of school where it's appropriate to corner students. The other day, I had just left my apartment to go grocery shopping. So keep in mind, I'm carrying a bunch of reusable grocery bags, so it's pretty obvious I'm going somewhere. I'm walking and I see a woman and her daughter standing and talking. And as soon as I begin to walk past, this woman steps in front of me, cutting off my ability to walk. She asks if I'm a student, I said yes, and she immediately starts throwing me questions. I am visibly uncomfortable, and this poor woman's child looks humiliated. At one point I said, I'm not a tour guide, I'm sure they can answer all these questions. This woman replies that tour guides don't give honest answers, and she wants real student perspectives. This goes on for like 15 minutes. She asks me a question, I give a short answer and say that there's people she can ask in the student center and that I'm busy. This woman said, you can take a few minutes to help out a prospective student. Actually, some of us are busy or simply don't want to be bombarded with questions. I just started to walk away and this woman stepped in front of me to block me so she can keep talking. Finally, I said, there are people you can ask. I didn't sign up to be a tour guide. I have somewhere to be. Please let me get by. She gets angry and calls me rude and says I should be more welcoming to prospective students and that I should be happy people want to learn more about the school. Like, yes, please do learn. It's just not my job to tell you. 
I just pushed past the woman as she continues yelling and trying to block me. I could hear her ranting until I turned the corner. Some parents are so entitled. So, PSA, just because someone is a student somewhere does not mean they're obligated to be your tour guide. At what point does it actually become legal and okay to be physical? I'm not saying attack her, but I'm saying it's well within your right at some point if they keep getting in your way to just kind of push past them, right? I guess just in general that's inviting bad ideas and bad possibilities to happen anyways. This next story is, mom signs a contract and then expects her unwitting child to pay. I work in the funeral business. Some of the most backhanded and entitled family behavior happens here. Today we had a lady who signed a contract to buy a grave back in 2020 and then has not made a single payment toward it. She got a letter saying that she has until the end of her payment plan, December 2024, to pay in full or the grave she signed for will be essentially repossessed and put back into inventory. Today she comes in all in a huff demanding to know why the grave will be repossessed. She openly admitted that she didn't make any payment towards the grave because eventually I'm going to die and when I do, my daughter will get all my money so she can pay for the grave then. Essentially, she signed a contract agreeing to pay $5,000 and then just was assuming that if she didn't pay it, we would just keep the grave on hold and then it could be her child's financial responsibility after she dies. And then she had the nerve to get upset and throw a tantrum because we said we wouldn't hold the grave she didn't pay for. I mean, that's a nice idea and all, I suppose, if you're like 95 and buying that grave. You know, maybe in that circumstance, there's a chance. But uh, yeah, if you agree to buy something, you probably should pay for it if you expect to keep it. Let the rest of whatever your kids inherit pay for the rest of the services. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.